We can do really powerful things if we tell the right story using the right language and bring everybody with us inclusively. It has to be something that we can all get on board. Welcome to episode 159 of Be The Drop, a weekly interview podcast sharing stories from people who inspire and motivate others to help you learn how to tell your story. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. I'm very excited in this episode to announce a special project that we're currently working on. With assistance from the Community Broadcast Fund, Channel 44 and supporting partners, we are creating an eight-part TV, web, podcast and interview series called Transcending the Gender Narrative. The aim of the series is to provide a diverse viewpoint of the women and men who are championing diversity and equality. The series will share positive success stories from women and insights from the men who are proactive in this space. We will investigate how to shift our conversation from an us and them or a he and she mentality to an inclusive approach that focuses on us as humans rather than focus on our gender. In today's episode of Be The Drop, I discuss why we are creating this documentary series and we also hear from two of the project team members. I explain the process we're going through in order to create content that we hope will shape change to the limitations of our current gender narratives. This is a special version of Be The Drop. This documentary series was made possible with support from the Community Broadcast Foundation. Find out more at cbf.org.au. My name's Amelia Veal. I am the Director at Narrative Marketing and the producer and director for Transcending the Gender Narrative. And what is Transcending the Gender Narrative, Amelia? What is it all about? What, what have you decided to do here? All right, yeah. So, I mean, that's a big question. It's a documentary series. It's an eight-part documentary series that looks at what's happening with the gender conversation and showcases women that are really successful in traditionally male-dominated areas and also really importantly includes males in the conversation, males who are supporting women in those traditionally male-dominated industries and really looks at how we're having this conversation, not just from a conversational piece, but in a way that can drive action that's going to bring about change. What do you see this documentary doing and what do you want it to do? Yeah, um, so I've worked in male-dominated industries a lot myself and a lot of the conversations we were having in that space with particular clients we're working with was around the fact that even though there was a desire and an intent to attract women into the industry, they were really struggling to do that. And that there's a whole range of issues leading up from through primary school, high school, and then, you know, women into those fields somewhere along the line, it wasn't working. And why is that? So that's something that really interests me. Why isn't that happening? And we've been having these gender conversations for a really long time. And yet there's still only 17% representation of women on ASX listed boards in Australia, you know, and there's really low representation of women in many industries still, even though within, within those industry sectors, there are organizations and groups that are working really hard to get more female representation. And why is that? 
you know, what's happening and what can we be doing and could we showcase through a documentary series, could we showcase examples of women who are doing that because then is that going to be part of helping young girls see examples and go, oh, I could do that because if there's not those role models, that does make it challenging but there's a number of challenges in place and I really wanted to get a collective of opinions um, rather than just my own thoughts around this and speak to people who are actively involved in these areas and industries who are proactively supporting women, um, both men and women, um, who are proactive in this space and get their thoughts and see how we could create a piece of content or series of content that could provide a meaningful path forward. And I don't know the answer. And I think that's part of the exciting thing with these documentaries. We don't have that answer. I don't think we have the framework for these conversations yet where we can include both men and women in how do we create equality without being an us and them conversation. We can say, you know, we need more women in these areas and I don't believe that there's yet a narrative that allows men to clearly articulate what that necessarily means to them. There are many men that are very supportive of this, but even some of those supporters feel slightly intimidated or afraid, you know, because what are they losing? What are they giving up? And there isn't necessarily a good narrative around how we acknowledge it and still move forward in that direction. So yeah. that's what I'm really hoping that we can achieve. And and that's a big... It's a big ask. It's a big <laughs> ask. And it's really interesting because even when I started this process, so the documentary has been made possible with supporting funds from the Community Broadcast Foundation and through support of Channel 44, which is a community television broadcast um, channel in Adelaide. So, you know, when I went through the process of applying to get funding for this documentary, I needed to come up with a name. And the concept has stayed the same. I really wanted to showcase successful women and have conversations from men who supported that. But the title that I used when I applied for the funds was Female in a Man's World. However, it just didn't sit right with me. And it's not a man's world and it's not female in that man's world, even, you know, and that was to represent women working in male-dominated industries. But we don't, it is very much an us and them. And so I went to, you know, I, I had this I had this discord. I, it didn't quite feel right. The documentary series and the underlining concepts were really resonating. Um, obviously, we were successful in securing funding, but I, there was still something that wasn't quite right. And I went to a conference called the New Day Conference, and there was a speaker there called Dakani Ayubi. She was incredible, and she spoke around for us as a community, a whole worldwide community, to become better at our narratives, to become better at creating inclusive stories and really talk, look at how we bring each other together to transcend. And I ran over to Dukani and I said, look, this, this word transcending, I, was, I explained, you know, the documentary and the idea and I told her I had this title, Female in a Man's World, but it felt awkward and I said it's not about that at all it's Mm. about transcending and so with this particular series as adults we're quite stuck in our ways we're quite stuck in this same conversation so are you looking to take this conversation to a younger generation and see if we can try and influence them and guide them around some of their choices and especially young women who you know sometimes even today we get pigeonholed into what we should and shouldn't be or what our strengths and weaknesses are is this conversation going to kind of take 
place at that at that level and then work its way back up and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it's really important. And it, like the whole journey of creating this documentary has really opened my eyes a lot. I, I felt like I was aware, and this is definitely a topic that I've been passionate about and spent time and conversations on, but. When you start focusing on this level that we have in pre-production and figuring out the guests and figuring out the flow of those eight episodes and really getting down into some of the detail of of where this happens, it is very um, obvious to me that these conversations need to start quite early, that mm. unfortunately there are unconscious bias that happens very early on. And, and people talk about this, you know, how when we see small girls, we might go, oh, you look so pretty, that dress is so lovely. And then we might see young boys and we'll be like, oh, you're so fast, you're so strong, you're so cheeky. And, and they're three. So we're shaping these different types of expectations. And so how we can shape this to make sure that we don't um, preference types of industries, types of work or types of, you know, um, emotional reactions based on male or female. We need to transcend beyond that and give people access to all of these things and encourage feelings, thoughts, interactions regardless of gender. So, and, and there are people that are running these programs and some of them are specifically focused on females, you know, age say nine to 13 in STEM, for example, because there's just not enough girls coming through in those areas. But it's exciting to think that as we get closer to equality, we'll be able to have conversations around, what are you actually interested in? Like certainly from, from my experience growing up, I wouldn't have considered construction as an industry pathway for myself. However, project management within commercial construction is very much about being organised and being a good communicator. Mm. Now, they're all skill sets mm. that I'm quite good at, yeah. yet I didn't consider construction because mm. it was just outside of the realm of things that were considered mm. for me as a, as a female. Where does your passion for this come from? Mm. Mm. Well, that's a multi-layered conversation. <laughs> you know, I was brought up in a family where my dad used to cut out um, new newspaper and magazine articles for me about women breaking through the glass ceiling, you know, and uh, I was always given the support that I could achieve anything. You know, mum used to say to me, you, you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it, if that's what you want to do, you know. So mum and dad were very supportive. I was very much given and a personal narrative that if I wanted to do it, if I worked hard, then I could achieve it. Mm. And so for me, that is my mentality. That's how I live. But as, as I've grown up, I've certainly experienced challenges. I, you know, was harassed in a workplace, you know, and I have, I've been through these experiences that many women in the workforce have to, mm. um, and realized that not everyone gets that same support, family support that I did to yeah. achieve. Then as I became a mother of two boys, uh, you know, my thoughts shifted around how do I have that conversation with my boys? How do I make sure that I bring up boys that are very respectful of women, that understand that just by the gender that they were born with, that they potentially have a privilege there. What is that conversation? What is the shape of that conversation? How do I have it mm. in a way that provides them with tools to make them better men? I 100% believe that we need to create the right conversations. Mm. If we want an outcome, if we want to drive action, then what is the story around that? What is the narrative we give it? Mm -hmm. Because we can shape change 
but we have to consciously do that. We have to consciously think about the language we use, the phrases, you know, and I catch myself. We throw, you know, and comments like, oh, she fight, don't fight like a girl, saying that to boys. I mean, I would never say that to my boys, but it's been part of our language. And I think we're aware now that that has ramifications. But until we really start being conscious of how we use language, then, you know, we, we dilute its power. We can do really powerful things if we tell the right story using the right language and bring everybody with us inclusively. It has to be something that we're, we can all get on board. And I think this comes back to the fact that we haven't allowed a space for everyone to air you know, if they don't agree with it or if they feel intimidated by the, the potential changes, and change is scary. Mm. Any change is scary. So we need to allow space for that. Yeah. We need to allow that conversation. And for me, the the people that um, are negative around feminism and, you know, who make these comments about, oh, you know, it's what a load of rubbish or don't believe in, in the gender pay gap or don't, you know, are negative detractors of some of these things that I'm very passionate about. It's, from my perspective, it's easy for me to go, they're wrong. However, that's not going to help us transcend that doesn't allow us to come together because they're already going to come knowing that I've written them off. You know, they're not going to feel respected or valued. And and this is the real challenge with a transcending narrative. I'm, you know, now having a conversation with myself going, I need to respect these views. I don't agree with them. I'm not really sure that I actually understand them, but I need to try. I need to listen and I need to validate their fear and then look at how we can bring the conversation forward. Mm. Because we can't get stuck in the fear, we can't get stuck in the us and them, but I don't know what it is that will take us beyond that. And that's what's so exciting about this documentary. How do you do it? Where do you start? <laughs> For anybody that's, wow, you know. What a great question. That's, um, <laughs> can I get back to you? No. So, yeah, look, obviously, you know, with the team at Narrative Marketing, we've been creating video content, audio content, written content for a long time. So we do have a great understanding of the content arc and understanding what are the elements we're going to bring, who are the people that will help us tell this story and how are we going to shape it. So we're moving into production. So we've got most of our guests lined up, but however, if somebody identified themselves and goes, yes, I could speak on this topic or I know someone who should speak on this topic, would we'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. uh, we are definitely looking for people to get involved and support the project. Yeah. We want to distribute this content as far and wide as possible, yeah. looking at aligning with schools or community groups to make sure that we can help spread this message further mm -hmm. and also businesses that might feel like they really want to support a new gender narrative in their organization yeah. so definitely we're interested to hear from anyone who thinks that they might have something to offer yeah what are your biggest fears moving into it and also what is your 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 greatest goal what do you want at the end one of my biggest fear is that the conversation is so big that throughout this we will struggle to find clarity. This is going to be our biggest challenge is we're going to speak to the, all these incredible people and they've all got different thoughts and opinions, but we have to somehow cohesively bring this together mm. over eight episodes mm -hmm. to connect yeah. to one story that we can follow that will also enable us 
to provide actions, to do something, because I do not want this to just be conversation for the sake of conversation. I want it to be a piece that helps people think and then potentially act. So we'll be distributing the eight-part series through regular broadcast on Channel 44 in 2020, probably around April. So we've got a while for this project to roll out. But as well, I'm really excited that we will be sharing eight episodes and maybe more. We'll see how that actually unfolds across Be The Drop, um, which is the podcast that I've hosted for over four years. Uh, So I think that, you know, there's going to be some really valuable content for my listeners to connect with this documentary as well. So I'm really excited that we've got that dual platform to be able to extend that content on as well. Another thing I'm really excited about this documentary is the team that I get to work with and that we get to work together on something that we're all really passionate about, but from different perspectives. So, you know, we've got Chris, who is the videographer that I work with, So, you know, he brings a different perspective to this. Uh, Kristen, who I refer to as KJ, um, has got her own passion about women and, you know, empowering women. And so I'm really looking forward to the viewpoint and angles that she brings. And more recently, we've started working with Beck, who's going to support Chris with BCAM and and editing. And so she's, you know, only 20, so 20-year-old female. She brings, again, that other layer of a different perspective to it. So it's a really great cross-section of different viewpoints that we're bringing together but a shared passion for really bringing this gender equality conversation to life in a way that's going to hopefully drive change. My name is Christopher Warman and I am the Director of Photography and the Editor of Transcending the Gender Narrative. The reason I'm excited about this project is because a lot of people in my life have been talking about the gender narrative and creating equality and how to do it. Uh, It seems to be like there's an issue between what people want to do and what they should be doing. Uh, Facebook and social media creating negative conversations between uh, different groups of people, between men and women, uh, creating divides. So Transcending the Gender Narrative has a clear goal. We want to be able to to create a narrative of action that encompasses both sides, uh, men and women, and how to move forward. We're really conscious of doing it right, creating the right conversation, because if we don't, then we can exclude someone and, and create a further divide, which is exactly what we don't want to do. We want to include everyone in the conversation And hopefully the viewers of the show and the listeners of the podcast version will be able to create an opinion in their mind and not feel like their opinions that they're watching are excluding their their previously held opinions. So this project's going to be a massive undertaking, but I think we can do it. I'm really positive and I feel like we're all skilled enough storytellers to pull this all together. And in the end, we also want to make something we're really proud of and we can stand behind and maybe see the results of it in the future. Which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm Kristen Werner and I'm the production assistant for Transcending the Gender Narrative. I've been working with Amelia now for years and um, it came about that she made the call she usually makes and told me all about it and I was on board immediately because it you know, really ticked my boxes in terms of, yes, I, w- I want to support a movement that tells both sides in a really, really positive light.
um, the discussions we've had have been so robust that they're discussions that we're all the whole team are so passionate about. And as soon as we kind of sat down with our pen and paper and, and Amelia launched into what her view was of what she thought this was going to be, you know, everybody in that room just stopped and you could tell that we were all in the right place for the right reasons. And we've been through who we're going to interview, why we're going to interview them. We've had robust discussions about um, my opinion versus Amelia's opinion versus, you know, the rest of the team's opinions. And I think that's so healthy in this journey that we can actually sit down and have discussions that we don't agree on some stuff. And that I think is exactly what this documentary is about is, is taking everybody's opinion and just going, this is what it is. How are we going to, how are we going to give this information to the world and, and open the conversation? We're not going to solve it. It's too big a thing to solve, but what we are going to do is start to have a different conversation. And what we're already doing within the team is having a different conversation to the day I walked in here and the day I left, I was already having different conversations with myself and the team around what we think and where we think this should go. So hopefully it's going to reach a lot of people to have these different conversations and really flesh them out. My expectations are that we will just meet some incredible human beings that are trying to do the same type of thing and have the same type of conversations. And I hope that we meet people that will challenge us. I really do because they're the kind of conversations that for me make change. And if we can be challenged on our opinions, I think we can challenge others. And therefore I feel that that's the ripple effect that I think this conversation needs is, is some kind of head-butting, mm. robust, great conversation about whatever it's going to be. So I'm really looking forward to that. For me, as a mother of both a boy and a girl, I want to give my kids the whole platform. So yes, I want my daughter to, to grow up and, and, and feel beautiful and, and do what she wants to do, but I want to get her out on the farm riding motorbikes and in the mud. The same with my son, I want to allow him to do that, but then also allow him to understand how important it is to have women in our lives and respect them. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to how this might shape the way that I, I think and working with really powerful women and men. I, I hope that, that that'll change some opinions and help guide me in this crazy motherhood journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and into the unknown. So it is very much we're hoping that this documentary series will go into the unknown. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, the fear of the unknown is is something that I love because, I, again, I'm going to say it, feeling uncomfortable means something's going to happen and, and that there might be some change on the way or... Um, you're going to learn from it. And I think that's so important is that if anything, if we can all learn something from these experiences, that allows us then to teach somebody else and to have a conversation with somebody else. So yeah, I, I really hope that there are moments where, you know, we do get put in those situations at the end. We think, wow, you know, we look back on the journey and go, ah, you know, this is, this is our little moment of history, our little moment of change. Yeah. Our documentary series, Transcending the Gender Narrative, will be distributed on Channel 44 TV broadcast in Adelaide as an online web series via YouTube, supported by Be The Drop podcast episodes and via communication channels of our supporting partners. If you'd like to keep updated or learn more, send us an email via content at narrativemarketing.com.au. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. 
To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.